Hello and welcome to Art School Thinking. My name is Tracy Eastham and this is episode number one where we're going to be talking about the creative process and more specifically how the creative process should be a little bit more important than the final product. So I've been a tutor at art school for over 10 years now and one of the things that we constantly try and encourage with our students is that we learn more through process than by achieving a desired final outcome. When we give assignment briefs to our students, when we set tasks, the main issue that we tend to come across is that students immediately think of an amazing final piece that they can do. They think of an amazing uh, finished, refined artwork that's ready to be hung and displayed in someone's room. And yes, that's great, but we know as artists and as educators that we can't get to that stage of achieving really interesting, really exciting artworks that people want to show in their rooms unless we've been through a creative process and quite a significant creative process. This way of thinking is really different from a lot of the art school or I should say a lot of the uh, art tuition content that you get online in YouTube videos and on Instagram, etc., where you'll get follow-along-with-me type sessions. It will be... This is how to paint a specific scene. This is how to draw this exact thing. Follow these steps one after the other and you will achieve this particular artwork which looks exactly like this. So of course there's a place for that. It's a really good way of learning skill. Uh, But it's never going to get you to a place where you've got truly unique and innovative artwork to display and to be proud of. In order to be unique, in order to be innovative, and this is what British Art School uh, education is all about, we need a sustained amount of time where we're focusing on creative process rather than on finished, finalised, perfect works of art. So this, of course, like most things, is easier said than done. It's a lot easier following step-by-step instructions. It's a lot harder to be in a place of uncertainty where we're not sure how it's going to go, we're not sure if it's going to work. We can feel embarrassed. We've maybe purchased, spent money on art materials, we've set aside time, maybe we've got a family member to look after the kids. So we've got a lot of investment in, in this studio time that we've got. We want, to, we want to make the most out of it. We want to have something to show for it at the end. And it can be really embarrassing and really frustrating when maybe something's not going right or we're not really sure what we're doing. A lot of our students at college feel like that as well. They, they come into that new space and they're not exactly sure what they're doing, what they're uh, what's what's going on and, and they've got the added uh, stress of being in a room with other students and with competition and everything like that. So 
focusing on the process rather than final product is a lot easier said than done because it feels uncertain. We can feel like we're lost as well. Templates, recipes, follow me directions, step-by-step -step directions, like I said, are useful, but they can be restrictive. They are restrictive if we, if we only rely on them. We need both, don't we? We need, we need some templates and guidelines in order to learn skill and learn, um, learn creative processes. But we also need to um, have that and embrace that level of uncertainty to embrace that, that feeling of being a little bit lost in our artwork in order to come up with exciting new innovation. So there's some really interesting research done by an educator called Susan Orr. And she says uh, she wants her students to lead a trail, not follow a path, which I think is a really nice way of putting it. We need a bit of both, like I said, and part of this is learning tolerance of this uncertain state. So in this first session about art school thinking, I want you to take this as a ticket that you're allowed to revel in a state of uncertainty with your artwork. You're allowed to not know exactly what you're doing and you're allowed a, a, re a really sort of sustained amount of time where you're, you're uh, leading a trail, you're, you're um, wandering freely, not exactly sure where you're going to end up. I myself, I remember that state of mind when I was at college and, and it feels really scary especially when you've got assignment deadlines or you've only got a certain amount of time in which to do what you're doing but it's also a, a really magical time and a, a really freeing time so anyone who's listening to this little podcast I want you to give yourself permission to feel uncertain to feel lost and be be a little bit assured that it's okay and it's perfectly normal and, it, and it's a it, it's a really big part of the creative process and it is really the only way that you will get to a state of creative innovation making unique meaningful works works that are meaningful to you as well as well as your future audience okay so i'm going to leave it there a little short sweet first podcast for you i think this will be an under 10 minute one to start off with but I wanted to record that today because I've been setting up my uh, subscription art school, which is called Art School by Subscription, where I'm offering people a lot of art school sessions and content where we talk about creative processes. I'm doing live art demos as, as well as uh, classes and I'm putting assignment briefs out there. So I'm, I'm trying to offer as much of the art school content as, as I can. So go uh, go to the website, check it out. There's some free resources there, some art school tips and demos. But throughout everything, remember that being uncertain is okay. Being uncertain is the only path to getting great innovative works. It, it, the creative process is all about uncertainty. Okay, so thanks for listening. Um, check in for our next one soon. Okay, bye.